welcome to the Family Devotional. Brought to you by Children Can. Hi there, I'm so glad you could join us. Today we are going to be thinking about the bread of life. I don't know if you have ever been hangry. You know the feeling when you are so hungry you become a bit grumpy and even angry. Oh, no, I'm not. Mum, when's food going to be ready? I'm so hungry I could eat the sofa. Is it ready now? What about now? What about now? What about now? When the Israelites were wandering around the desert, they started to get hungry. They couldn't go to the fridge to get food because they didn't have any fridges. They couldn't go to the supermarket to get food because there were no supermarkets in the desert. Aha! Uh -huh, you say they can grow their own food. Oh, that's a great idea, except that it takes several months to grow food. And they kept moving around and they were in a desert. Food does not grow easily in a desert. At this moment, they started to complain to Moses. They were definitely hangry. Listen to them complaining in Exodus chapter 16, verse 3. Oh, it would have been better if the Lord had killed us in the land of Egypt. There we had meat to eat. We had all the food we wanted. But you, you've brought us into this desert. You will starve us to death here. In other words, they were saying, We wish we were slaves. We wish we could die in Egypt. What a silly wish to make. And who were they complaining to? Moses, the man. They expected Moses to feed a million people in the desert. Moses cried out to God and God sent some manna. The people all said, what is it? Or if you translate it into their language, manna. Before long, that name stuck. So manna just means, what is it? Can you imagine how confusing that must have been? Uh, do we have anything to eat? What? I said, do we have anything to eat? Yes. What exactly do you want some what? What, what, this what? Oh, what, 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 that's what, 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 oh. It really was confusing. God had given them food to eat in the desert and given them some really clear instructions to follow. But the people disobey God and refuse to listen. You can read all about it in Exodus 16, but that's not the confusion I was thinking of. No, I was thinking of the real confusion. What confusion? Uh, not the what confusion, the real confusion. When Jesus turned up a couple of thousand years later, the people got confused all over again. You see, Jesus was teaching the crowd and they started to get hangry too. They needed to eat, but they were too far from the shops and it was getting late. 5,000 families had shown up and they needed their dinner. So Jesus fed them using five loaves of bread and two fishes. No wonder people came looking for Jesus. They brought a shopping list of the things they wanted. Uh, I'd like a dozen eggs, a loaf of bread, uh, 26 pieces of pasta, uh, three tomatoes, two bananas, a haircut and a new brother, please. Um, excuse me? OK, so that might not quite be the list of things they brought to him, but some of those things were definitely on the list. Check out the request of a sort of new brother in uh, Luke chapter 12, verse 13. Ah! 
Jesus realizes that the people have lost their focus. They should be focusing on their relationship with God, but instead they're just thinking about the things that they want. Just like the Israelites ended up focusing on man instead of God when they thought it was Moses who was going to give the food. But it wasn't Moses. It was God who sent this food. Then Jesus says this. I am the bread that gives life. He who comes to me will never be hungry. Like the manna, Jesus came down from heaven. Like the manna, people looked at Jesus and thought, what is this? Like the manna, Jesus gave life to anyone who came to him. Unlike the manna, Jesus wasn't saying that we could eat him. He wasn't waving his leg at us and asking us to take a bite. Oh, 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 I'm so relieved to hear that. Oh, I'm so pleased. That's not what he meant. He was just pointing out that he can give you life if you feel like you are stuck in a desert or if you don't have any hope or if you are trying to think how things will work out. Jesus was saying our real need is our spiritual need for God. We need God even more than we need food if we are to live as God made us to. Jesus wanted people to know that he was the one person we can come to no matter what the need. Of course, by mentioning that he was the bread, Jesus was also pointing to something else that he was going to do for us that would give us life. Uh, excuse me, was he going to make sandwiches for us? No. Well, was he going to help mop up the gravy on our plates like bread does? No. Well, was he going to be a bread pillow that we can rest our heads on at night? No, that's just... That's just weird. Oh, I was only asking. No, Jesus was thinking about communion. You know when we're together in church and eat bread and drink wine? We do all of that to remember that Jesus died on the cross for us. Wow, Jesus is amazing. Yes, he is. And still today, he wants to give us his life. Just as bread stops you from being hangry, so Jesus stops us from being sinful. We never have to be spiritually hangry ever again. With Jesus giving us his life, we can really live for God all the time. Let's pray together. Thank you, Jesus, that you are the bread of life. Thank you that you are willing to come and die on the cross for us. We know that you have everything that we need. Help us never to forget how amazing you are and let us see more of your glory in our lives. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks for listening in and join us again tomorrow. Bye. This production was made by Children Cat. Find out more about us, go to www.childrencan.co.uk.